Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon, and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network with Shannon Davis. right now how about now try ah there we go yes uh it's coming into view it's a bit bright uh behind me i'll just shut one of the curtains it is um, it is bright see if that will help because i'm stuck here connected by wire no worries my brother i gave you short notice we're just trying this out we're just experimenting i'm glad that you're uh you feel froggy to try it Now I just got to figure out how to do it on my side here. We'll, we'll get it working. Don't worry. How's that? Praise the Lord. Yeah, man, that's helping. How you doing today, my brother? <laughs> Going all right. <laughs> e- 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 except, see, a dog bit my finger. What's up with that? What did he do that for? I, I was putting some something in the letterbox for some people, yes, and sir. I put in the newspaper hole, and there was a dog behind there, and he bit my finger. That mean dog. Lord, forgive oh, that dog. Yeah. I, we need, it, do, it, do we remit sins of a dog? i got to think about that one for a minute. Lord. We got dominion over that dog. I nearly went back and killed that dog, but I forgive the dog. I had to repent and forgive the dog. Lord, part your goodness, oh, mercy, and grace in that dog. Oh, yeah. Poor dog. I bet it's demons, sir. <laughs> What do you just kick them? That's a good question when they try to do that. Yeah, I don't know. Do dogs, How are you going? Do dogs make it to heaven? Dogs make it to heaven, yep. Do you think and they, they do? have to give an account. If they do, then I, we need I to found, pray for them. I found, a, I found a scripture where they give account. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Genesis chapter 9. It said that if, if a beast sheds man's blood, it gives an account. Wow. So you- even the animals give account. Uh, if they shed man's blood. So, yeah, nobody's off the hook. How about well, that? That, that, sound, that sounds good to me. That's exactly right. I do remember that verse. And yeah. everybody out there, let's see, I think we're ready to roll. Peter, you ready, ready to, roll? to roll? I'm going to crank it up. How about a song to get us started? 
All right, we get a song, and uh, I might fix the other window because it's still a bit bright uh, there. You take your time. Give us about five minutes. I also need to okay. get something to wet my whistle. I'm getting a little thirsty here, so we're yeah, gonna make a make a coffee, and then um, that'd be yeah, good. Make a nice coffee. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Wonderful, the love of Jesus is so wonderful. The love of Jesus is so wonderful. Oh, wonderful love! It's so high, you can't get over it. It's so low, you can't get under it. It's so wide, you can't get around it. Oh, wonderful. everybody welcome tonight it's an honor to bring to you from the gold coast of australia first time ever we've done a video broadcast you and i peter and uh you probably haven't seen uh me in a long time my brother i've been in hermit mode for a long time you've had a haircut since i saw you last lord peter let me turn around the side i want you to see what they did they scout me brother look at this oh man you can join the army with that haircut (laughs) i'm telling you man it felt light all of a sudden (laughs) the back i said wait a minute what's up it feels really light. Oh, no. But you know what? Actually, I like it. I like the, I like the no. feel of it. It doesn't look that great, but, you know, hey, what the heck? You know. Well, you can't see it from behind. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, look at this. Pretty cool. Oh, that's backwards. <laughs> What's that say? 9-11. Man, you're in the future. That's right. Yeah, 9-11. Today uh, is I don't know, the time here Friday? is uh, 
11 night? <laughs> wow. No, wait a minute. That's night. right. You're plus 14 hours. Okay. Somewhat. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we're in the future. You know, uh, you want – we can give you um, anything in the future you want from Australia anyway. <laughs> this is the cool – But we know one thing. Jesus is coming back, right? Yes, he is. You know Amen. how we know? Tell me. The guys – the guys that said he'll come the first time said he'll come the second time. They were right once. Yes. And they'll be right again. That's right. Amen. Amen. And yeah. um, hey, it's nice to see you. Nice to talk to you. Good to see and, you. And <laughs> and I, I I suppose I better put this bottle up a little higher. People are going to think I'm drinking on the job. Oh, I am yeah, drinking. I'm drinking a brew, but it's a root beer. A root beer. <laughs> I call it get a root brewski. Root get to the root of the problem. No beer, just root root beer. The root big beer, difference yeah, out yeah. there, it's folks. It's nice, a ginger beer, right? Eh? It's nice. You know what? I actually found a place that has um, uh, good root beer. It's caffeine-free. Yeah. And yeah. Um, first time I ever tried one like that. Caffeine-free, you know, real sugar. Uh, cane mm-hmm. sugar, rather, you know, no high fructose corn syrup. So it's it's, it's good for you, better it's for you. Healthy, yeah. Yeah, healthy, and, yeah. Um, I've been trying to clean up my diet a little bit. I cut uh, cut coffee a couple weeks ago. Okay. And uh, nothing wrong with a good coffee, but my coffee sucks. So I figured, what's the point of drinking it? <laughs> I'll just go I, ahead. And I tell you get what, that, that DMSO you, a tip you gave me, it works really good. Did you try DMSO? DMSO. Oh what's, yeah, I I have uh, in the morning now. I have a grapefruit, which I make into a juice. Just cut it in half and make a juice. And one teaspoon of DMSO. Wow. And I was getting that heartburn, you know, like I had uh, that angina. And I started doing that regularly, and it took it away. It took it away? Took it away. Excellent. So, yeah, and that and a bit of walking, and it's just taken it away, yeah. So how about that, eh? Praise God for that. You know, and we, I thank Brother John Terrell for sharing the um, – the info on the the DMSO because I never heard of it before, and he told yeah, me about fantastic. this, and uh, I've actually taken it myself. Uh, I took one ounce and eight ounces of orange juice. Oh yes. And took it yep. in the morning, and um, it didn't taste bad mm. at all, you know, no, no no real bad taste. But my brother, who's my roommate and another roommate, they um, they looked at me like um, <laughs> you're crazy. I was a skunk. <laughs> And all of a sudden, they started I know, to run. Smell like garlic with it, but you know, you know who your friends are. <laughs> they would do this and just hide, and then yeah, they went from that to getting angry and screaming, and, and uh, they they swore that somehow the smell had gotten into the ducks and it would never leave. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it was uncharted territory for me, Peter, because I didn't know how long this smell would last. Because yeah, I took the full dose. Last. Well, I was told anywhere from three to five days. So the third day came. And yeah. I couldn't smell myself, you know. So <laughs> no, you can't smell it yourself. That's the thing with it. No. So I didn't know. And I'm thinking, mm. what happens if I still I smell like a skunk and I go out in public? Yeah. So I would ask my brother, "I want you to smell me. Tell me if I smell." And I think he told me I smelled for like two weeks. But when, <laughs> but yeah, it you comes know, right out of your pores, you know. One but day I just what, said, "You got to do it." I get my I get my DMSO for free. You know why? I, I recommended it to a guy, and uh, his relative had cancer and uh, was diagnosed with, like, three months left. Yes. And 
and uh, it was a lady, and she she had uh, lumps on her back, on her arms and everything. And they rubbed the DMSO in. She took it, and they rubbed it in with uh, aloe vera, and uh, the cancer left. Wow. Yeah, he he couldn't believe it, and he's so thankful to me. He gives me free DMSO now. He's been Praise giving God. it to me for ages. Was it he, like a ports like a big bit from England? Yeah. Yeah. What was it like a skin cancer? But uh, no, the, it was like tumors. Tumors. Um, and they were bulging, you know. Amazing. Know, and all the the tumors disappeared. Mixed it in with aloe vera. Aloe vera rubbed it on. Amazing. So the Bible says the healing's in the leaves, and you know aloe vera's like leaves, I suppose. Yes. And um. In that case, he was amazed, and uh, so he says, Peter, yeah, you, he rings me up all the time. You know, you got, you're got out of DMSO or whatever you want. <laughs> so I don't pay for it. Praise God, man. How about that, eh? That's really good. Yeah. And uh, so, I, I've seen a lot of reports on it. Stuff really works. Yep. So, yeah, I reckon it's, uh, it's, it's doing something for me, and... Um, and uh, I feel good because I don't want to go back in and have, you know, more stints put in my heart and all that sort of stuff. No. I, I, I don't want to do that. No, sure. So that's good. Any that's natural good. thing we can do, I say let's do it. And if you're just tuning in tonight, welcome aboard. Peter, you want to open it up in prayer? Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks. That's, of course, um, we open it up. We pray. Uh, dear Father God, we pray a blessing for everybody. We ask you to come be with us today. We um, we acknowledge you, we follow you, not Satan, and we ask in the name of Jesus that the, what you would like uh, to communicate to everybody comes over and that uh, people are blessed um, and that uh, good comes out of what we're doing today in Jesus' name. We pray. So, um, Amen. Uh, amen. Amen. Peter, I'm going to turn the mic over to you, my brother. You take it away. That's all right. That's good. So, um, you know, we've been going along lately here. The news from Australia is that it's still there and it's going good. Our weather's good. And um, my uh, situation here is uh, I'm working and I'm praying for people every day. Um, we're getting some good reports coming in. Um, we're getting some hard cases and uh, still learning things out of the, out of the Bible, out of the Word, because... Um, we got nowhere else to go for the truth. You know, some people are saying chuck out the Bible, and uh, I found that's, um, uh, that's coming up everywhere and that God leads us into all truth. Well, yes, he does, but uh, uh, he made the Bible so that we can uh, have a place to go. The Bereans knew that. You know, that, don't you remember those guys? They, they looked the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. And... Um, me, I'm a big one for that. Uh, there's a lot of uh, assumption goes on, and and I, I just say to people, if someone's saying something to you, ask if they got a scripture for that. You know, <laughs> and um, that seems to like iron out a few wrinkles. But uh, we're realizing here that uh, life is a war. Uh, you know, I wish when I was younger, Shannon, someone had told me, you know, life, life is a war. It's That's right. A fight. Yeah, it's a fight. It's uh, 
it's uh, you can't just go along. You 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 get killed if you don't watch out. So um, um, I was thinking about what to talk about today, and um, there's a couple of things I was going to talk about. Joshua, the book of Joshua, because that's one of my favourite books in the Bible, because Joshua means Jehovah is salvation. Jesus, the name Joshua is the same name meaning as Jesus, Joshua, Jesus, Yeshua, all mean Jehovah is salvation. And there's a whole book on salvation in the Bible called the book of Joshua, as we know. But um, first I was going to talk to people, um, you know, for a long time I, I want to talk about witnessing because um, for a long time I was like wanting to witness because of what happened to me, um, and I didn't know how to, <laughs> you know. So now, now these days, I make it a point of witnessing to someone every day. Every day, someone gets it from me, you know. <laughs> and, um, it's by training we get the meat. It says the milk is for for babes, and then the meat is by use. So the best way to best way to witness is to start doing it. But um, I, I learned some things which I thought I'd pass on because it's be helpful might be helpful for people. What one of the interesting things I learned is when you're spending your money, you can witness to the to the people you're spending your money with because they they have to be nice to you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and you really got them cornered, you know. You, you got them on the rope, especially if you're still holding your money. You know, you haven't paid yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. So um, we've been having some fun, and I thought it might be just a bit of lighthearted, you know, just to share about how to have some fun witnessing. Uh, uh, for instance, you know, when I see someone in a shop, you know, they've got those happy cats that wave, yes. or the little Buddha, you know, I um, – I was in the sandwich shop, and I go, hey, I want a sandwich. And he said, yeah, okay. And, and I said, oh, I, I want an extra one for the Buddha. I see you got Really? That. Yeah, can you give me an extra sandwich for this Buddha to here? I want to feed it. <laughs> <laughs> and the look you get, like, uh, uh, you know. So um, <laughs> this guy's crazy. And... Um, and I go, well, what's the matter? Is, is he going to eat it or not? And the guy says, he won't eat that. And I said, well, then how's he going to help you? Good point. He can't eat his lunch, let alone help you. So the guy looks at me like this. And I, then I go into, you know, Jesus is alive and he's the living God. And he actually was seen eating fish after he died and was resurrected. And honey, so he's alive and he eats. He's like, Amen. why not? Why not follow the one that's alive, and not this dead fat guy that doesn't even need his lunch? How did he get fat? So um, they look at me like this. So it's a really good icebreaker, you know. Uh, really good icebreaker there to uh, start preaching the gospel. Of course, if you're buying a sandwich and you got your money in your hand, they got the sandwich. They they got to listen. That's right. <laughs> got no, yeah. And and if they're employed, they can't go they can't go uh, abusive because they get the sack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
Another one at the supermarket is, you know, uh, over here we have rewards, you know, like uh, loyalty cards. Right. Uh, so they say to me, um, uh, you got a reward card? I'm at the at the supermarket, you know, checking out with the groceries. You got a reward card? And I go, um, I don't have a card, but I got my rewards. Jesus gave me my reward. Jesus is coming back. That's my reward. And they hey, that's look at a good me line. like this. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they're stuck there. They've got to serve and they can't do anything. So then I go into he loves you. Why don't you get your reward from him? Get your eternal life from him. It's free. Just right. lay down, ask him. Don't worry about it. Pray and ask God to be in your family. So those are ways to wake people up on the witnessing. You know, I, uh, I talked to this guy. He was a doorman. He had a turban on. And, and uh, uh, I said to him, how are you? And he says, how are you? And I say, I'm fantastic because Jesus is coming back. So when someone asks how you are, you can say, I'm fantastic because Jesus is coming back. And he looked at me and I said, when he comes back, he won't be under your turban either. That's right. <laughs> he looks at me. Looks at me <laughs> and, 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 you know, you can have some real fun witnessing. I tell you, some of the people I witness to, like here, we're getting a lot of uh, Muslims around. I witness to them. And um, you can you can say to them, Jesus is coming back, and who's the greater prophet, the one with his mum in the Quran or the one without? Without, Who's the greater prophet, the one mentioned in the Quran more than the other one? Who's the greater prophet, the one that's alive and not dead? And wouldn't you want to know him if he's coming back? Why don't you ask Jesus in prayer to know you when he comes back? And they look at me. As a matter of fact, I can pray for you and ask Jesus to know you when he comes back. And I've prayed with Muslims right there on the spot. When you speak out of their Quran, they can't argue. Another truth. Yeah. You know, we know the Catholics wrote the Quran, so they've got Jesus and Mary in there. So um, <laughs> you can, God's got that there. You, you can maneuver with that. So um, I, I was just encouraging the witnessing. Uh, I'm having fun doing it now, and uh, I'm not scared, and I'm not ashamed, and it's really good fun. Um, I had a, had a young bloke working with me yesterday, um, not yesterday, the day before, and uh, he says he's a Catholic. And um, <laughs> I was employing him for the day. So guess what? He was stuck. You know, he had to hear the gospel all day. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm paying him, so he's got to listen. And uh, so we, uh, the way I approach the Catholics now is this. Yeah, God bless the Catholics, but um, I say to him, do you know what the name Mary means? And, and they look at me, and I say, rebellion. It's the same as Miriam, means rebellion. Why do you think God named his mum, Jesus' mum, rebellion? When you pray, Hail Mary, you're praying, Hail Rebellion. Isn't that a bit funny? God named everybody. And I said, and I said the problem with you Catholics is that I noticed is none of you have Bibles. None of you read the Bible. So I said to him, do you own a Bible? And he said, no. And I said, see? See? <laughs> so... Uh, 
the upshot was I said, look, i got some Bibles at home. I'll, I'll give you one of my Bibles. And we're driving home to his place, and he said, how far off the highway do you live? And, and I said, not far. And he, and he said, oh, can we go get the Bible? <laughs> See, he wanted the Bible. Now, he was Muslim? Catholic. Oh, this is Catholic. This is a Catholic guy. Okay. And, and that's why I said the problem with you Catholics is <clears throat> you don't read the Bible. And you're following men. You don't even know what you're following because you're not reading the Bible. That's right. I said, do you own a Bible? And he goes, no. And I said, see, <laughs> see, you don't own one. I said, how are you going to live your life, all your life, and you don't even read the Bible? I said, God went through a lot of trouble to get that Bible for you. So um, he wanted a Bible. I nearly burst into tears when he said, I want the Bible. Something happened with that guy. So um, what, what would have happened? What happens if we don't speak to people? They just go heading down the highway to, to the pit probably. And um, to me, I just made, look, it's all too hard. There's a lot of millions of people around the world, right, all unsafe. To me, I just go, or I'm going to talk to somebody once, one person a day. I'm just going to take an effort somewhere in my day to talk to, to one. And all you're going to do is jolt their memory and get them thinking. Another thing you can say to people is, who do you say Jesus is? No one shot anyone for asking a question. I don't think. I don't know. Who do you say Jesus is? And that will start a dialogue. And uh, I say to him, the Bible says Jesus is the son of God. Um, and do you believe God raised him from the dead? And and they go, oh, I don't know. And I say, well, the Bible is letters of witnesses of people who saw him raised from the dead. Why don't you read a Bible and find out all about it? And it's just as easy as that. And it's good. I find it's good. <laughs> Man, that's pretty good. You're getting witnessing yeah. to... Um to people from various backgrounds, people yeah, that don't just, know Christ, just, Catholics, Muslims. Yeah, don't matter who they are, doesn't matter. Just just be natural and be open, and um, jolt. You're not, you know. Look, some witnessing is not come and join my church. The witnessing is showing people the good news that God loves them. They send Jesus, His only Son, because He loves us. He he loved the world while the world was in trouble, sinning. Yes. And um, witnessing is to say, look, there is a God and he loves you. And there's good news. He's he's make a way for you to, to be in his family. So I always encourage people to, um, I say to people, you know, God gave you your own life, your king of your life. He wants you to be in his family, but you can't be in there unless you want to. He's not going to make you because I say to him this, and this is very powerful. I think this is what hit the guy. You can't buy love. You can't sell love. It's not for sale. God loves them. It's free. And you can't make someone love you. You can ask them to love you, but you can't make them love you. So when when we talk about that, it seems to hit people in the heart 
um, we love you. We um, God loves you, and it's free. So um, that's the good news. It's not religion. Uh, we we can actually see in the book of Joshua where where uh, the house of God was an enemy to salvation, and uh, a king called the house of God had to be slain in the in the in the book of Joshua. Um, we got all this teaching of peace these days, you know, accepting everything, doctrines of demons to, to have peace. Well, the king of the teaching of peace in the book of Joshua had to be slain. The actual peace at any cost is a demon. It's a doctrine of demons. It's a king. It's a stronghold. Oh, just keep the peace. Don't upset the gays. You know, don't upset everybody. Well, no one wants to upset anybody, but the keeping of peace by compromise is a demonic doctrine. It's a demon. You can't keep the peace. Jesus said, I didn't come to give the peace. I came to bring a sword, didn't he? He sure did. So it's a trap and a deception. Um, you know, you've got different pastors who you can't not. Can't, don't want to talk uh, names, but who are compromising with with Islam and everything else. And um, the thing with Islam is it's alarming. It it is it is an alarm. It's an alarm. It's alarming. Um, you know, um, they got the moon, the the, the moon signal, the, the crescent moon. Yeah. Well, the name the name uh, Jericho means moon. means moon so uh, if we look at the uh, story of Joshua the first uh, defeat was Jericho as we know they walk around seven times blowing the uh, shofars they blow them and that is God I believe 7,000 years of creation this is a mini complete gospel going on here to show the message they're walking around the moon, which is the worshipping of the moon. If you look at the moon, it's a mirror. It has no light of its own. And when you look in a mirror, you get twisted light, like the numbers go back to front. Look at this. That's back to front. So light can be twisted. So the moon represents twisted light, not of its own, and it has a dark side of various degrees. And this is God showing the city of the moon being defeated, the twisted message, the twisted light being defeated over 7,000 years by them walking around seven times. It's a mini gospel. If we have a look at Rahab, um, I'm, you know, Rahab is a church... The church, it's the lost world. Rahab's a type and shadow, the woman, the bride, the lost world. Not a bride, but it's showing a woman who is lost in this moon city. She, she puts the line in the window, the red scarlet line representing the blood and the covenant because it was an oath together. And, you know, she was dishonest. The, the, the king asked her, where are the spies? And she lied. I don't know where they are. She was not righteous. She just had a deal. She had a covenant going on. She had a, 
she had an arrangement. Provided they stayed in the household, her whole family, as we know, she survived. Mm-hmm. There, God is preaching with the situation of the, the, the city of Jericho. God is preaching the whole gospel. Now, he says, <clears throat> the gold and the silver in Jericho is mine. All the goods there belongs to me. And that is Jesus taking the whole world belongs to him. Don't touch it. So what happens? They defeat Jericho. And then they're walking along, and the next village to defeat is called AI. AI means heap of ruins. 12,000 inhabitants in the in uh, the city of Ai come out to defeat Joshua, which means salvation. Pursue Israel, which means <coughs> which means um, uh, uh, Israel means uh, the God prevails, God wins. So they come out. This, I believe, is the curse of the law. The, the first city's defeat shows the gospel. The next city is the, the gospel in action. Now, the interesting thing is is that the king of Ai was hung from a tree, which to me says it's a curse. Cursed is he who hung from the tree. So the strong man, the king from the village of Ai was hung from a tree. The other interesting thing is is that the city called the House of God came to defend AI. It says not one inhabitant was left in Bethel that did not come out and Bethaven that did not come out and pursue Israel. That's your Pharisees, your religion, your self-righteousness. The, the city of Bethaven lives in the wilderness in the promised land next to vanity, the city called vanity. <laughs> so it's vain religion which we've got to watch out for. Um, Here's some interesting scriptural observations I made uh, from Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 9.4 says, um, Speak not in thine heart, for the Lord thy God has cast them out from before thee, saying, For my righteousness has bought me to possess the land don't say that but for the wickedness of these nations the Lord does drive them out from before thee now that is the demons are cast out because of their wickedness not because of our righteousness and um, we have to remember this because no one is righteous except Jesus we put on his righteousness. We protect ourselves with the breastplate of righteousness by turning to God and allowing his righteousness to be on us. That is our, our breastplate with the, with the colors. So um, vain religion says my righteousness saves me where God said no. Their disobedience saves you. They're cast out because they are wicked. Um, I find that um, <clears throat> I find that the definitions of wicked in the in the Bible. Um, 
I believe it's referring to the demons, the mixed seed, the um, the mixture of human, angel, the mixture of animal, human, is the wicked. This is what I think happened. God rested on the seventh day, and Satan came and took God's creation and tried to make his own creation with it, so he could be God and have a different creation. So he made mermaids, pan, the Nephilim, the giants, and they became the demons. The fallen angels, we know he took. So they are the wicked. God is angry with the wicked every day, yet he loved the world that he came and died for the world. So while the world was yet sinners. So if it was sinners that, it, that are the wicked, then... Um, why did he love them and die for them when he's angry with the wicked every day? <laughs> yeah? <laughs> it, it's, it's, you've got to discern of spirits. You've got to discern people who are designed and made by God as intended in his image and the wicked, which has been the perverse tares, the corrupted seeds, the, the mixture. Babylon means confusion by mixture, Shannon. Confusion by mixture. So we talk about the leaven going through the lump and the mixture, the mixed seed and all of that. So what um, what we find is, what I found is the world was given to men. God said to Adam, as we know, take dominion on the world. He never gave it to demons. Mm-hmm. So we have an authority issue. What I wanted to talk about was witchcraft. Witchcraft, what is witchcraft? Sin of rebellion, witchcraft, rebellion. It's very, very needed to be talked about because what I've found is is that normal deliverance with someone is fine, but someone who's under attack of witchcraft is a different story altogether. Why? I just wondered why, why, why. And what I've found is... Witchcraft is the joining of human rights and demons. Demons piggybacking the human rights given to men with men's permission. So a witch says, okay, I'm going to join up and be working together with demons and I'll give the demons my human rights and they will give me what they give me, success and all this. Part of it is scapegoating. Uh, uh, transferring the sin of the witch to the sin of the victim by the transfer of sin. See, we can transfer our sin to Jesus. So the devil uses that ability of transfer or that way of transfer to transfer the witch's sin to humans, uh, to other humans. So the witch gets a successful life for a while by partnering and allowing the demons to use the human authority given to the witch. This is why I believe God, uh, that Satan um, disobeyed God and mixed angels with humans to try and get by birthright the world because man was given the world. Now, it comes to an important um, uh, thing, authority. We, we have authority as humans 
in this world that demons don't have unless we give it to them. So God shows in Genesis that sin is called a him, a person, an entity outside the human. A lot of people say sin is missing the mark. It's only the part. What it is, is, is sin is a demon. God says to Cain, you will rule over him. He is crouching at the door. He calls him, calls him a entity crouching, plotting, planning, a person. So in that case, it's like fallen angels. Then that Satan makes the mixed spirits. So we have to remember that sin, where, where we see the law, um, which was given to show us sin, where we see the law being transgressed, we can look for the demon. We've got to look for the demon behind it and, and think this way, that that person or whatever is following the demon. It says in the scripture somewhere that man, it's not given for man to know his way. We are sheep. We follow. And we have two ways, as we know. We follow God or we follow Satan. So sinning is following a demon. Sin is the demon. Wicked is the demons. Being wicked is following the demons. It's important to discern this because we can see it then with discerning of spirit, what's going on. Now, <clears throat> if we've been given full dominion in the earth as humans, Satan wasn't given dominion of the earth, so he wants our dominion. So he tricks people into giving over their dominion by agreement. And this is where we get to oaths and vows. Oaths and vows can be done by a couple of ways. You know, the, uh, the new covenant is an oath and a vow. God saves us with those vows. That's how powerful they are. He says in some places, don't do it. You know, if you, I will make you do your oaths. If you, if you promise something, you're going to do it. You'll never get off the hook. So um, a, a lot of people looking for deliverance may not have realized that they've done oaths that are binding them. Did you do one at college? Did you do one in, at the um, uh, court to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? <laughs> Did that oath stop the day you walked out of the court case? That oath is going to follow you. Now you have to speak nothing but the truth and the whole truth. So help you God. It doesn't end when you walk out of the court case. So now you've got an oath that's binding you. How do you get out of that one? <laughs> Peter, I want you to stand by and one second. This is where I... I okay. need to uh, reset our video. Hold on one second, and we'll call you right back. I'm getting just a little bit of fragmentation there. Uh-oh. I disconnected myself from the post streams. Hang on. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Please enter your host pin. When finished, press the pound key. I apologize. I disconnected. Stand by two seconds.
To start your show now, press 1. Since it appears you're calling back into a live show, we are reconnecting you now. We're live. We were just down for like five seconds. Peter, I want to do a tweak with your mic. Take your um, your arm My mic. And, and push it up like this. And then pull, I can't it, see you. Pull, it away, pull it away from your mouth. How's that? Uh, now pull it up just a little bit. Push it up. Okay. How's that? Sound check. Can you hear me okay? Yep. Can you see me? I can't see you. Oh. No, I can't see you. Well, that would help. Yeah. <laughs> How about now? Can you see me? <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. Okay. It's all good. Yeah. Praise the Lord. We're back. I just had to do a tweak We're there. back. Okay. We're back. Now your okay, uh, mic's so, up too high. So, there uh, right there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's try that again. So, can you hear me? Sound yeah, I'll check? get it. Yeah. Okay. If we get it too close, I get a little bit of pop there, so I'm just trying to get rid of the pop. Okay. okay. I, th- I think we're, no we're fine. Forgive the interruption there. I didn't mean to stop the train of thought. Continue on. That's all right. There's no worries. And by the yeah, way, so, if you I, are just tuning in, let me interject. We're live with Peter Whiffen from the Gold Coast of Australia. We're trying something new we haven't tried before, which is we are broadcasting on MixLR and also YouTube stream. So you can take a look at uh, Peter and me. There's not much to look at over here, but... Um, Check it out, and uh, there's a chat room on both sides. Also, uh, MixLR is running and Blog Talk. And um, we got plenty of time on the clock. Uh, also, I want to announce, uh, if you need prayer tonight, you want to call in, we'll get Peter Wiffen to pray with you. The dial-in number for tonight's show is going to be area code 323-784-9622. Press option 1. Peter, for, again, forgive the interruption. you got the mic again. <laughs> That's all right. It's all right. So, yeah... Uh- all I'm doing is just chatting away here, some, some fundamental things and some good things because things that bind, okay? Now, how I found out about the vows and the O's is deliverance at the table with Queen Sheba. First uh, Kings chapter 10 says that um, at the sitting at the table and the drinking and the, and the ascent to the house of the Lord and the cupbearers and all of that at Solomon's table, there was no more spirit in her. Queen Sheba, yet she was still alive. So her name means oath, sevenfold oaths. So um, deliverance from things that bind, and the life and death is in the power of the tongue because we can contract with our tongue. You know, I, you know, I, I can say I promise to pick you up tomorrow, or you say to the children for Christmas I'll get you a bike, and the kid says. Your children says you promised. Even children know that. That's right. We're supposed <laughs> to keep promises. And and doesn't matter. They trick you to promise. Once you've promised, they can hold you to it. No, you said you'll take us to the theme park. You know, and you've got to. <laughs> <laughs> so even children in their hearts know that if you make a promise, they can hold you to it. It's binding. That's binding. So, how can we make promises? It's very good to know how promises are made and how we can bind ourselves. That way we can learn to protect ourselves and be aware of the devil's devices. Number one, Jesus said don't promise anything. (laughs) Don't make any promises. And he said, that your yes be yes, your no be no, 
And if anyone asks you to make a promise, it's from the evil one. Say that again. But how? I, I mean, I'm meditating on that one. That's actually, you know, I've read over that before, and a lot of people have. But we, we really pay attention to what it said. Say that again. He says, don't make promises. Let your yes be yes. Simply let your, whatever you say yes, do it. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Anyone who asks you to make a promise is from the evil one. They're trying to bind you. Now, we swear oaths of allegiance. We swear oaths of office. The whole world runs on oaths because the devil's running it. That's how he's binding everybody, mm. by their oaths. Yeah? Um, I'll show you something in a minute that fell in my hands. You, you'll get a shock when I show you this. It's a little bit of a surprise I've got in my, in, over there. I'll show you. But oaths, oaths are <clears throat> illegal, according to Jesus, or not right. They're binding their danger. If someone's asking you to make an oath, get the radar up. Once the radar's up there, you can go, no, this is going to bind me. And um, it can and be an why, oath of a pledge and why a building is fund. Huh? Why, why is it that oaths are binding? Because they're promises. And the Bible says it's better not to make a vow than to make a vow and break it, right? That's it. So, God holds you to your vows. Yes. Now, you can make a vow... Who else can make a vow on your behalf? If you're a child, you're under the authority of your parent, and the parent can make a vow on your behalf. Hmm. Yeah. So one has to think, what have they vowed over me? Some parents could get upset and they'll say, you're never going to be any good. And, or they'll dedicate them. Um, you're a Muslim, we dedicate you to be a Muslim, whatever. And the child is subject to that because of the authority of the parent. Husbands and wives combine each other. You can actually give away your approval to someone to bind you to something. Example, join the military. You're now bound to follow orders. It's true. Yeah, you don't follow orders. You made an agreement. Now you've got to follow orders to the death. True. Yep. Um, oaths of allegiance, oaths of office, all sorts of things bind us. Now, you can make a, a, you can be bound by your action. In law, it says you can do contracts in two ways. One is expression, which is a, a, a written contract, and the other is implied. For instance, implied is if you go to a restaurant and you sit down and order a meal, you didn't sign a contract, but you imply the contract. Yes. Yeah? You're going to pay that check when it comes. You got to, and it's law, isn't it? <laughs> sure is. <laughs> you can't say, "Oh, I didn't sign." By your action, you are bound to the payment. 
Now, this is very simple, uh, simple uh, ideal, Shannon. You know, there, but in reality, it's very dangerous. I tell you why. You pick yourself up a dream catcher at the markets. It looks nice, you know, just hang it up there. You've now, by implication, gone in agreement with anything on the cursed object. Scripture says you become a curse like it. Why? Because you're in agreement with it. Um, you sit down and you and you um, you have a meal. You have a meal with a witch, or a, or someone who's trying to manipulate you. That's called a salt covenant. You look it up in the Bible. A salt covenant. When you eat with someone, hmm. it's a covenant. Salt yeah. like is in table salt. Yeah, the salt of the earth. It's called a salt covenant. Wow. So um, uh, if there's a certain subject on the drawing table and you all get together and eat with that, it's a covenant. You can be in – you can be bound by whatever was in agreement there going on. And it will stand. Handshakes? Handshake is another agreement. Um, let's shake on this purchase. thing. Yeah, we shake. <laughs> no, 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 let's shake. And you see, no, and one guy's waiting, and then when they shake it, it's it's agreement, yeah. right? It's a deal. It's a deal. You know, they said you shook on that, and they bind you. You you shook on that. You got to do it now. So what the devil's doing is getting agree. What the devil's doing is getting agreement from people. Go to the movies. You pay your money Uh-oh. for a movie. Uh-oh, buy some that. music. Hmm? Buy a piece of art. Um, all sorts of things. There's a million different ways the devil, unlimited, unnumerable ways really, that the devil can get you bound. You know, stop right there for a second. You just gave me a thought. Okay, people go to psychics. They, they have tarot card readings, you know. They'll pay mm-hmm. a psychic for their fortune. Mm-hmm. You have uh, you've invited those demons to come in of witchcraft. Yeah. So what if you bought a ticket to the wrong movie or bought the wrong kind of music? Would it be well, the same it's possible. Kind of... It's possible to be uh, get a spirit from that. So it's the same kind of agreement as if you went and paid a psychic. Yes. You know, you're getting you're you're buying you're purchasing the service. That means you want it. Yep. You didn't have to. You buy can it. accept a. You can accept a bribe. You can um, uh, accept uh, tainted money and mix it with yours. Let me say it another way. So you basically, you're saying you accept whatever demons. Yes. Along, you have to ask yourself, what am <laughs> I really accepting with. here? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's true. I know I've, <laughs> I've done that a couple times. I know, times. we're all doing, look, Woo. we're in the world, we're not of the world, right? Yeah. But we can't be unaware of the devil's devices. Jesus said you're clean, but you need a wash. So the dust on the feet, you know, the foot, we talk about the foot washing ceremony. Why did Jesus say when he washed the feet, if you don't let me do this, you've got no part of me? It wasn't about clean feet. He's showing a spiritual thing there of deliverance. See, 
dust represents the curse. And walking in the world, you get dusty feet. You'll be bound here and there. Now, I can show you from the scripture where you can get free of oaths. There's a, there's a safety valve. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. You like that? Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, and um, you don't hear it preached on because it sounds sexist, all right? And um, there's uh, probably other reasons, but I think it's because it sounds sexist. But it's Numbers chapter 30. Um Let's have a look here. Numbers chapter 30. It's very important this because um, otherwise we're stuck. And I found people needing deliverance. When I go through this, they get free sometimes. It helps. While you're looking Always that up, hmm? if you're just tuning in, we're live with Peter Whiffen from Gold Coast, Australia. Hey, hello, everyone. Peter, for the uh, the archives, what shall we title today's teaching? Um, we can call it um, "How to Be Aware How to Be Aware of When You're Being Bound." Oh, I like that. Continue on. You know, in the churches, they still bind people with oaths. And God holds people to oaths. You know why? Because he saves us with an oath. His own. So he's very serious, just like unforgiveness. Oaths and unforgiveness. He says, I forgive, I want you to forgive. I hold my oaths, I want you to hold yours. So um, what he's saying is don't lightly enter them. You're better off not even entering into them. You'll stay away from being bound. Queen Sheba means sevenfold oath. And um, Numbers chapter 30 is the laws concerning vows. And um, it says here in verse 30, uh, chapter 30, verse 10, And if she vowed in her husband's house or bound her soul by a bond with an oath, that's how you can be bound. That's how Satan binds us with oaths. Mm-hmm. And her husband heard it and held his peace at her and disallowed her not. Then all her vows shall stand. And every bond where she bound her soul shall stand. But if her husband has utterly made them void on the day he heard them, then whatsoever proceeded out of her lips concerning her vows or concerning the bond of her soul shall not stand. Hmm. Her husband hath made them void, and the Lord shall forgive her. The Lord shall forgive her when the husband disallows it. What is that? She is a type and shadow of the church. The husband is Jesus and the Lord is God, the Father. So every vow and every binding oath to afflict the soul, her husband may establish it or her husband may make it void. So the power of affliction is with God. 
the power to bind us is with God. So so I get the prayer of people to go. I get the prayer of people to go and give their vows to God to overturn them. Do you want to lead people through a prayer to do that? Yeah. That's awesome. It's not only their vows. It's the vows of their, anyone in authority over them. For instance, if you've, if you've said a vow like military to do everything that they say and you're not in the military anymore, you can get that cancelled. If you've been to court and said you'll tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, and you do say other things that is not actually the truth, you know, you can be released from that bond. Uh, bonds of allegiance in uh, university to Illuminati's or whatever, uh, bonds of allegiance to countries. You know, I, I had a, a lady from a communist country renounce a vow and she manifested. Wow. So do you think that uh, when you do an oath – you're bound. If it's, a, you think that uh, the demons then can exert legal control over the person? Yes. You've, it, you've given your human authority over, see? Ah. And that's what the enemy wants, doesn't it? Yes. See, yes. That's making sense. Let, let, let's go all the way back to the tree in the garden. What happened there? By implication sitting down at the restaurant, eating the meal that must be paid for, and the pay there was to no evil. To let evil come in. You'll be as gods and you will know evil. You'll be demonized. It opened a way. Before that, there was no way to be demonized. But after that, there was a door. Thank God that he made it the tree of good and evil. Because it gave us a chance. If it had been just the tree of evil, we'd all be finished. So what happened is, is that the door was opened to allow sin to enter the world. Sin being demons to enter the world. And sin to enter man, demons to enter man. But there was a choice to know good or evil, good and evil. So man's got a choice. So what is that? That's an oath. That's a, that's a contract by implication. Yes, I want to know evil. And it passed to all men that they had the option to know evil, to let demons in. Satan is now tricking people to let them in. When a person gets in agreement with it, with a demon, they're letting the demon in. So you go to a psychic, you get an agreement with them. Instead of going to God, you went with them, you're in agreement. Yep. Now the demons that they channel can come into the person. That's right. And and, yeah. and the person's got no more say because they're not renouncing the vow. Actually, you can't renounce your own vow. You can't say, I renounce this vow. God says you, you don't get off the hook with vows. You have no Once you make a vow, you've got no power to reverse it of yourself. And that's where people pray in error. Oh, I renounce this, I renounce that, I renounce that. No, you can't renounce it. Only the, the, it doesn't say here the wife can renounce her vow. It says the husband can. The wife being a type and shadow of the church, the bride. So you have to give the vow over for it to be renounced, to be forgiven. You've got to give it to the husband. In this case, it's Jesus. 
He made a safety valve. Look at it this way. A king. Look in the Bible where the kings all did vows they were held to them. Nebuchadnezzar. Daniel in the lion's den. He'd done a vow. Herod done a vow. All those ones were bound. We are kings. What we say goes. You can't reverse your decree as a king. You can't reverse your vow as a king. You can't. But the king of kings can. And that's, that's the right. good news. That's yeah? Right. Mm -hmm. Our way out is the king of kings. To, Jesus. To Jesus. Now, he won't do it unless the king asks him. We, we have to give permission for our vows to be overturned because we're a king and it stands. So what we have to say is, God, take my vows that are binding me and overturn the ones that are hurting me. I trust you with them all. I give them to you to, to sort them out. The ones that my parents, grandparents, what, what vows have been spoken over your bloodline? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, you don't know. I don't know. God knows. So, so he can overturn them. So that's the prayer. It's illogical. It's logical. Um, you want to go through a prayer now? Yeah, okay. Let's do it. Everybody, okay. Everybody that wants to pray, you can pray along with me in agreement. And it's your choice as a king of your life. Um, you can hold your vows or, or give them over. Um, I pray like this. Uh, dear Father in heaven. Dear Father in heaven. I want to have all the vows that bind me. I want to have all the vows that bind me. The ones that are hurting me. The ones that are hurting me. And hurting my family. And hurting my family. I would like to give them to you. I would like to give them to you. For you to overturn them. For you to overturn them. And forgive me of them. And forgive me of them. I give them to you now. I give them to you now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's that simple. Now, the demons that are there because of the vows have to come out. Because there's no agreement anymore. So we say now, every spirit of wickedness in us, from those sorts of spirits, from the vows, come out. In the name of Jesus. We take authority over them and we command them out. In the name of Jesus. See, what I've been finding is that we know the scripture, famous, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. It's not in the name of Jesus, it's at the name of Jesus. So we command in the name of Jesus for them to bow to the name of Jesus. When I started doing that, I started getting more success. Say that you again. Demon. What do you mean? Well, it's the name of Jesus they're bowing to, not us. Exactly, yes. But in the name of Jesus, in his authority, we command them to bow. Yes. But they don't bow to us. No. They bow to the name of Jesus. Yes. So I'm, I'm commanding them this. You bow to the name of Jesus. 
it's written. Every knee will bow, including yours, you demon. You like bow. It. Right? Yes. And in the name of Jesus, I command you to bow to the name of Jesus. You see that? Yes. Now, wonder, just at that, we're getting demons coming out. In the name of Jesus, I command you to bow to the name of Jesus. To the name of Jesus. You bow down, it's written. Jesus, as we know, said to Satan, it's written. Over in, I think it's Philippians. There's yep. a verse that says, every knee shall bow. Every above knee, the earth, every tongue. Under the earth, on the earth. To, mm. to Jesus. Yes. Now, people have to realize that they've never been made to hold demons. And that the, the spirits are in them only by permission granted by men. And that they are, once that permission is taken away, they have to come out. They have to come out. There's no choice whatsoever. Just like we've got dominion, we've got dominion over. Just like we've got dominion over the animals. Mm -hmm. Satan has never been given dominion of the earth and neither of the demons, so they have to bow and come out. You know, I, I, I got my story, I got delivered from smoking two packets a day when I got saved. And that thing was speaking to me and saying I could be the only smoking Christian, blah, blah, blah. And I said to the lady, this is speaking to me. Something's speaking to me. I didn't know anything. And she said, I'll pray for you. You'll never smoke again. And I said, you turn it up. You can have the Bible back. You know, I'm a chain smoker. <laughs> and um, she said, no, I'll pray. And, you know, the atmosphere changed, and I saw that thing come right out of me. Wow. And I got healed. I got healed from two packs a day smoking instantly. Now, guess what? I still had the cigarettes in my pocket. I had not repented from smoking. What did she say to uh, you? Eh? How did she pray for uh, you? She cast it out. Come out. Come out. Come out. And it was between I, – I was an innocent bystander. It was between her and the demon. Wow. It had nothing to do with me, I realized. It was her dominion over that thing cast it out. Mm. Yeah. Now, when it was out, I had the choice to smoke or not smoke. And I threw the cigarettes out on the way out after the demon was out. Now, what did she call out? The spirit of the just, cigarette or behind the cigarette? None, what did she say? Nothing. Nothing. It just, just knew it was there and pointed at my belly, and it came up my belly, up here, and out. Wow. Her and another guy, and they were praying in tongues. They were, I wanted to swear, the usual manifesting, and it came out. But what I learned from that was I, I didn't want to smoke, but, but I like smoking too. And I had not repented. I just said you could pray for me. I gave my permission for them to pray for me. Hmm. So, so that was a sign and a wonder to me that it was like between the, the preacher and the demon and I was just the, the, the football oval, if you like. And they're, they're playing football on my oval. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Peter, we're not talking to you. We're talking to that demon. 
yeah, they were talking to the demon. I had nothing to do with it. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, um, that that gives me to the the talk of how spirits talk to us. See, they used to have a a body. So when they're in a person, they can use every part of a person's body, including the mind. And they can put use your mind and think with your mind. And you being in the body together with them can think along with them, and you'll you'll perceive their thoughts, and they'll perceive your thoughts hmm. because they're in yeah they're in your mind. And this is why God talks in the heart. Now God showed me this. I've never heard uh, that I, said before, and that makes sense. Yes, I like that. You like that? Not you. This is why we need the Bible. And the scripture and the law to show us when we're thinking astray, and it may not be our thoughts, mm-hmm. but it is our brain, but it's not us. There's a lot of people preaching out of their brain, and it's not them, and not God either. God talks in the heart because the demons are in the brain. See, I can show you. I'll get something here quick, and I'll show you. I've got a little story. I'll show you. Take your time. If you're just tuning in, we're live with Peter Whiffen from Gold Coast, Australia. We're going to have open lines uh, here in a bit. If you'd like prayer, you can call in tonight at uh, 323-784-9622. 323-784-9622. And um, press option one tonight. Since we're doing video, we <laughs> might as well make it a little bit interesting. Let's do it. That, that's me being baptized wow. in Fiji, in the mangrove swamp. I want to show you this because this is really important. See that fish? Yeah. That's what you call a walu. It's um, it's made in Fiji. It's a Fijian species. It's like a tuna, or, or a um, a wahoo, but it's called a walu. Now this is uh, interesting because this house where we stayed was one of the first missionary houses in Fiji on the islands. It was built uh, on top of cannibal bones, Whoa. and um, the. The Methodists used to go there and get eaten. On top of cannibal bones? Yeah. And uh, they set their missionary uh, church on top of the cannibal bones uh, where they used to bury everybody that they ate. Whoa. And um, we went there. It's on Taviuni in Fiji. We went there for a holiday. That's my daughter, who's now 27. Wow. But, um, anyhow, why am I showing this? To show that God speaks in your heart. We all know when God speaks to us. But what happened was well, I was in this little fishing boat and we were catching nothing. We had one fishing rod and a um, – <laughs> we had one fishing rod and a, um, a lure on the fishing rod, no bait, and we were catching nothing. And I get this in my heart. Ask them what sort of fish they want. They're going to say walu. And I didn't even know what a walu was. <laughs> <laughs> so um, – What neither. I ask them, 
hey, what sort of fish do you want to catch? And they go, walu, walu. And I go, oh, that's interesting. Then I get, ask them how big they want it. They're going to say three foot long. Whoa. So I, I cheat and I go, you want a three foot long one? And they say, yes. So I say, give me the uh, Robert who was in the boat with me. You agree with me. We're going to pray in Jesus' name. We'll get one wallow. I'm, I'm only a new Christian. Give me that fishing rod. So they give me the fishing rod, and 20 minutes later, that's the fish. Wow. That's, um, that's a walu. A walu. Now, it was hooked by the tail. It didn't bite the lure. It was, like, tied on. Wow. And and there was finger marks. Uh, you can't see it, but there was little bruise marks in the fish where something had grabbed it. But um, uh, we made a mark on the spear gun. And we got that fish back into the place. I didn't have a uh, tape in the boat, so I made a notch. You know, I'm jumping up and down at this stage. And we made a notch on the spear gun. Mm -hmm. Now, the measurement on the spear gun, we measured with a seamstress tape measure. You know those ones that are like a yard long? Yeah. And it measured exactly three foot to the notch. Wow. So, on the back... It's signed. Uh, this is back the front, but it says, uh, yes, it happened, Robert Whitaker. Amazing. So you heard God speak to you, and he said, yes. um, they want a Wanglu that's three foot long. Yeah. Two separate words of knowledge. Amazing. One after the other. So um, what what that was, 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 was I was being shown demon speaking. And God speaking. Mm. A discerning of spirit, see? And it took me a long time to realize that the demons used to have a body and they use our brains. This is why people can't tell the difference between their own thoughts and the thoughts of demons in them. Because and they, they can don't, be deceived. They because don't realize that there's thoughts a... in their mind sure. okay. in the third person. Wow. Did I lose you? Uh, your video went uh, still. Hang on one second. I'm going to call him right back. Here we go. Stand by. This is amazing. Okay, we're still connected to BTR. All right, let's try that again. Peter, can you hear me? Sound check, Peter. Stand by. I'm dialing We're live with Peter Whiffen from Gold Coast, Australia. If you haven't checked out the video, come on over and take a look. Got a little chat room over here. Got about 14 people on this other side. And it's uh, youtube.com forward slash Mega Man Radio. You can uh, take a look at Peter. Take, uh, maybe you were listening, but you didn't get to see the Wallow. If you come on over this side, he showed a picture of it. We'll get him back on here in just a minute. How's everybody doing out there tonight? We, um, I've got to work out the position of this camera. Uh, if I look straight into it, heads on, then I'm looking above and I'm just staring off into space. I've got to figure out where to look. So it doesn't look like I'm down here all the time. But um, we'll get this figured out. 
Uh, all these programs, by the way, if you're new to this program, you're tuning in on YouTube, you say, hey, how do I get my copy? You can um, go to SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com will allow you to uh, download it as an MP3. So uh, we run it on there. You can also get it off of Blog Talk Radio, and you can get it off iTunes. But if you want to check out the video, they're stored right here on the YouTube channel. So this is the official place on the net for videos. I've told the others out there that uh, have been putting a Mega Man uh, radio up on their YouTube to take them down because people don't know where to go. So we want to get everybody to go through the same place. So this is the place to go. One easy place to remember. Omega Man Radio. And uh, what we're doing is I've got a guy who is working uh, for me. And um, he's managing the YouTube channel, meaning he uploads uh, audios every day. Or a couple times a week at least. And he's um, taking these uh, videos and uh, tweaking them and putting them up in the archive. So we should have been doing this five years ago. <laughs> But better late than never, right? So, we'll have fun with it. Yes, SoundCloud is free. Um, all these all these places are free. SoundCloud, you can download the MP3 for free. It's free for you. I pay. But uh, I just pay a one-monthly fee. It's old, unlimited bandwidth, so it's no big deal. Uh, download all the audios you want over there. Um, from there, you can also download them for free from Blog Talk. You can get them for free from iTunes. There's, there's no subscription. So, help yourself and feel free to load up your hard drive. You know, you can collect these audios and um, great stuff here. We've got new people coming on every day. And, um, I mean, live videos every day. Uh, many of the people you know, but we're going to have some new speakers as well. And uh, praise God, we're uh, approaching 2,800 shows, so going for 3,000 next. Okay, Peter is not coming up. Let me try that again here. I wonder if... Um, YouTube froze there for a second. Let me try him again. Peter Wiffen. By the way, if there's anybody tuning in out there tonight that uh, has YouTube, uh, not YouTube, but has uh, a camera and Skype and you would like prayer, we can bring you in here in a bit and pray for you live if you'd like to do that. If anybody is uh, brave. That's the way it would be in a church, right? You're right there in the church, live and in color. We can do the same thing here on Skype, I believe. All right. Hello. Brother Peter. Okay, there we go. So we <laughs> were talking. coffee while you were away. Oh, excellent. That's excellent. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Cheers to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> coffee is good, but just not when I make Coffee's it. <laughs> not where you're at, no. I tried Sorry to drink it well, in front of you. No, I mean, no, no, I mean uh, you can get good coffee here. Don't get me wrong, but you got to go to Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts, yeah. <laughs> but my coffee sucks, man. I just look, you know, that's why I need a good woman just to make some coffee. That's right. Um, but back to this, uh, we call it a Walu. Walu, yeah, the Walu. Walu. Yes. So that was very important early, you know, thirty, you know, when I first got saved. That was a very important lesson, and that stayed with me. Uh, once I was uh, praying for a lady. Uh, I was following her to her house to pray for her daughter who, who was really uh, born uh, with a heart, hole in the heart and all this sort of stuff. And I'm asking God, why is she sick? 
and um, I get her grandmother's name was Nancy, and she was into tarot cards. And um, what happened was, what happened was she, um, I get there and I start praying and I say, was the, what was the, uh, was the grandmother's name Nancy? And she said, no. And I'm going, no, this, this is what I heard in my heart with the fish. Mm. I'm now I'm confused. I don't know what to think anymore. Oh. And then, and then, cause this is wrong now. And, um. Then she went, the grandfather was married twice and the birth grandmother was named Nancy. Oh, there you go. Wow. There you go. I I had no way of knowing that. Right. So what what we can do is like just think and realize that our thoughts are not our thoughts always. What we actually think in our mind may not necessarily be us. Could be projected there by the demon spirit inside. Yeah, and they'll talk in the third person. It was saying to me, "You can be the only smoking Christian. I'm just a bad habit. I'll go away." What happened was the demon knew the lady that got me saved was doing deliverance, and it panicked, and it started talking in my head to get away. So, um, fortunately, I went, "Wait a minute," and I caught it, but only just. And it's very precarious. It's very risky. It's very dangerous because we can be led along by thoughts in our mind from a spirit that's actually in our mind giving us thoughts. Okay. So, you know, there's some people I know that have got spirits in them and they know they've got spirits in them. And there's other people I, I know that have got spirits in them and don't realize they've got spirits in them. Yeah, I'm talking. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. I can you can hear, hear me, yeah. Yes, sir. I'm just okay. tweaking something on the video here, but no, I can hear you fine. Your audio is coming through great. Okay. Yeah, so this is this is what we have to do and work out our salvation in fear and trembling because we can have thoughts in our mind that are not ours. And we can be subject to be deceived. So you have to watch out. And that's why we need the Bible. To check things. You know, how can you ordain a gay minister <laughs> if right. you're reading your Bible? How can you have gay people in the pulpit if you're reading your Bible? Exactly. You know, there's a lot. How can you? Because they're listening to spirits in their heads. And uh, so anyway, that's. But, uh, but Peter, so let's take it back to uh, the people tuning in out there. So they could be having thoughts that are their own, and other times thoughts that it's a demonic spirit inside, right? That's correct. Okay, and then you talked about a third area where um, God speaks and He spoke to your heart, and that's where He gave you the name of the fish the and message. the length and, and the. And the lady's yeah. name. So how do you yeah. distinguish... A couple questions for you. One is, how would you distinguish um, whether the thought's coming into your mind or whether, whether it's coming into your heart? Were you able to... Okay, you, you, can, you, can, you can think of things in your heart different than your mind. Your heart's yeah. got a mind of its own. So, in other words... Okay, take the demon out of the equation for a moment. 
Um, okay. If we're thinking a thought. Yes. Are you saying the thought it would be in our brain? Yeah. Okay. But then God can speak to us, and he speaks into our heart. Yep, that's your gut feeling. You okay. know, you ever had a gut feeling? Gut feeling, oh. Do, doing, doing one thing and then uh, thinking another? Thinking one way, and then your guts are saying don't? Yeah. All right? So so because the demons are not in um, – God's in control in our spirit because God is a spirit. He that worships God, talks to God, talks to him in the spirit, and the spirit is in our heart. We have a spirit of our mind, but the demons are in our mind because they're in our body the same as we are in our body. So I believe that God speaks in our heart because – our minds are busy. You can have actually have more than one spirit in your mind. So, you know, that guy had 3,000 spirits in him. So that's why the people have got to be careful. Now, the other way you can tell if your thoughts are your thoughts or not your thoughts is if they're out of kilter with what you should be thinking. Like, for instance... I'm not a violent person, but I get this thought to go and punch that guy. Yeah. Yeah? Or um, I'm an honest person, but I get a thought to just shoplift that thing. No one will see. And um, these are thoughts that are out of kilter with what you normally are, what you usually are. Thoughts that come out of the blue with no reason. That can be how you can catch it. Um, the other thing is, is that any thoughts that are not lining up with the word, hmm? and um, those would be thoughts that, that Those would be thoughts mm -hmm. that um, thoughts that don't line up with the word of God. That would be stuff that would come from demonic spirits. Yes, it, it, yeah, like it can be us too. But um, if it's not you, like you, you know what you're like. And if it's still coming from left field, what I'm saying, you know, things that come in from left field all of a sudden. Yeah. And, um, yeah, rash things, things from left field, uh, opportunist things, something that's taking an opportunity all of a sudden, rising up. Because these things, they're laying, as you know, they lay dormant in people till they're stirred up. In the book of Joshua, and this is another thing in deliverance, is to stir them up. Joshua was told that's to shake point. Shake the javelin, you know. Okay. Shake that javelin. What is that? That's picking a fight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So and, demons. And see, the things that were laying dominant ran out of the camp. Then they could be ambushed. So um, a lot of times in deliverance, as you know, you do it. You stir a fight. Hey, what are you doing to that person? What's going on there? Who do you think you are, you spirit? You know, you stir it up. That's exactly what we're doing, trying to provoke uh, provoke them to surface. That's it. Get them to react and, and, and give up their position. Exactly. People don't understand that sometimes, but if the demons can remain dormant uh, and, and quiet, they might try to – they might Hi. be able to fool some people and maybe make them realize, hey, there's nothing here. Let's just move on. Yeah, there is, but it doesn't want to show itself. That's why you got to stir them up, right? That's it. And, and it's it's biblical. You know, God says to Joshua, shake the javelin, 
and they'll run out of the camp. And to me, that's pick a fight. You know, you go in a bar, you say, what are you looking at, buddy? You know? Okay, that and, makes sense. That's the way they stir a fight, pick a fight, right? Yeah. So you pick a fight with them. People say to me, how do I know if I've got demons? I say, pick a fight with them. Pick oh. on them. <laughs> and, and you know, they get that cranky. They can't, they can't resist manifesting. <laughs> That's true. Can they? No, they don't because they have, um, they have emotions too, don't they? They do. In other words, yeah. a demon can react to uh, pride. Demons pride. are prideful. Their father is prideful. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the king of the children, pride. Um, yeah. They like to brag, don't they, about things that they they're do. doing to the people. And sometimes, and that, hey, demon, you want to kill them? You want to kill them, don't you? <laughs> they love to brag their plans, eh? And you know what? I, I've, I've been able to um, see demons provoked that way. Yeah, I do. I'm going to kill them. Yeah. That wasn't the person. That was a demonic spirit. The person, what was that? That was the demon inside of you. It's expressing itself. <laughs> <laughs> and they get a shock. Like, yeah. I, I was talking on the, I was talking on the, uh, on the Skype to a couple of ladies. One was in America. One was in Australia. Yes. <clears throat> and I was just talking about abortion, you know, and I was just my usual self raving on. And next thing, one of the ladies started laughing uncontrollably. Whoa. And then something wicked come up and started speaking out of her, and then she coughed it out. Wow. And it come out. And and it's like it stirred itself. It, it, it just thought abortion was so funny, and it laughed with its wickedness and gave up its position. <laughs> and that's exactly what you're trying to do. Is, yes. Um, you want to expose, expose these things. Mm. Right? Ex- Light expels darkness, doesn't it? Yep. You know, they say to me, will you shut up? (laughs) Will you shut up? You know, you're talking too much. (laughs) (laughs) Those demons want some peace and quiet, don't they? Yes. Well, I think they're trying to handle it, trying to handle it, trying to handle it. Next thing, they just can't. They just lose it. Wow. It's like someone losing their temper. Let me take you back to um, uh, when God began to speak to you. Yes. So he gave you the words of knowledge. Yes. And uh, what was the outcome of that? Was um, was that to um, to show the people God's power? That was to help. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, I, like I prayed for the girl. She did. She was on oxygen when I went there. She was off the oxygen when I left, but, you know, I just didn't have the faith. I was early Christian. I don't know. I just didn't have the faith for it. But um, they ended up getting saved, coming to church, and they both passed away since. So so uh, they got saved. Praise but, God. Uh, yeah. And the fish, um, I think the fish was for me. I actually think it was prophetic because it was hooked by the tail and it sort of like shows in the tail end of my life I might catch a few big fish, you know. Wow. The hook yeah. didn't get it, but it was tangled in that. It was like tied on. Tied on. Yeah, and it had a handprint in it where the Amazing. fingers had grabbed it. Angel grabbed that thing. I think an angel grabbed it and tied the hook on. That's amazing. Because you, you don't catch a fish like that foul hook. No, no, not at all. Not trawling along. You know, they come and bite that. 
we had one of them lure things, you know. That's right. So, um, no, you don't catch a foul hooked. It's, it was tied. It was tied on. We had to untie it off, you know. That's amazing. And so I, I call that, that's how God gives the gift of faith, and that's another thing. Your answered prayers, your um, things that happen are gifts of faith. Look at them as gifts of faith. The God giving you the gifts of faith every time those things happen. Wow. Yeah, they happen to all of us, these types of things. And we should savor them as look at it as what is God doing with me? He's giving me a gift of faith there. The result you being know, what uh, is an answer? Yeah. Your, your, what what your does an faith? answer prayer do? Uh huh. It's a gift uh, of faith. It increases your faith each time. Yeah. Yeah. For future. For the, for the future. When you so, think you know, back, I, I've had this as a foundation. First of all, I saw a demon come out of me. I experienced it talking to me and giving me an addiction. Um, so no one can say no. To me, no one can say that the demon doesn't exist. I've seen it. Yes. Yeah? I've I seen that happen. So that is a gift of faith because you know. Faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So God, I believe, wants us all. He's the author of our faith. Yes. And if we have eyes to look for the love of God, the faith of God, to look to God, He'll, when he shows us, we can receive it. Yeah. And then each time, um, uh, our faith will grow stronger. And then faith as we go back and remember things that God has brought us through in the past mm. and miracles in our life. Yeah. You know, that helps to, um, to, we need that. to, to reinforce our faith and realize yeah. he's done we, it before he can do it again. That's it. We need that. You know, it is a fight of faith. We're saved by faith. Yes. Through love. Without faith, and, it's uh, impossible to please God. We can't please Him, um, and the, and we can't come to Him unless we believe. Yes. But it's interesting the two words, um, faith and belief. Why is there two different words? Like they they're sort of similar things, but are they? See, you can believe in Allah. But what faith we're talking about is faith in God who made us, who's promised us things, faith in his promise. So so belief is belief, can be believing in anything. But the faith is believing in his promises. Hmm. Actually, faith, I believe, is the faithfulness of God. Knowing that God is faithful. That's beautiful. See, you can go faithful, faith. What is the plural of faith? Faithful. What is faithfulness? See, Jesus said, first seek the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Well, I thought, how do you seek God's righteousness? And there's a scripture. Abraham believed God. And it was put on his account as righteousness. Yes. 
Now, what did Abraham do? He believed the promise that was given to him from God, that he'd be a father of many nations. He just didn't believe God. It says the devils believe God. He believed what God had promised him and that God was faithful and could do it. So that's faith. Faith faith in God is what we're talking about. Belief in God being faithful is what we're talking about. So when I got the word of knowledge in my heart for the fish, I believe we'd catch it. Why wouldn't I? God told me the size. He told me the bread. Yes. How did he know? You know. <laughs> so I had the evidence, see? I had the sure faith did. because I had the evidence in my heart. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about it was God was laughing. He was having fun. He, I could feel him laughing in me. He was having fun about it. It was an interesting thing. Like, he was just having a good time out fishing. It God does you know, laugh. Yeah. He was having fun. <laughs> Bible says God laughs. laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> he, he was having fun. Well, I mean, how, where do we get our senses of humor from? You know, God God created it all. Yeah, it didn't evolve. Why would why would laughter evolve? It's got I, no purpose. He's not some you know some stiff person. He's uh, he's got a personality. Yeah. Yeah. If, if he can love, I, he can look, laugh too. Yeah, and we've got all his nature. See, there's three three people. If our body's a car, it's a vehicle, right? Our, our yes. physical body. I believe that. So there can be three drivers mm. in the car. <clears throat> we who own the car are behind the wheel. The devil's in the back. But he's leaning over trying to grab the wheel. And yeah. we can lean back and let him steer if we want. Or God's sitting next to us, and he's given directions. He doesn't grab the wheel. He says, go that, go left, go left, go right. So um, we can have the full gambit of emotions, love, joy, peace, soundness of mind, hate, anger, frustration, all those things, bitterness. God has them, and so does the devil. So it's depending on who we're letting drive the car. <laughs> That's true. And if the devil can, he'd like to He'll drive it. Put us in the trunk and he'd take over the driver's seat. Yeah, and he crashes straight into a tree and laughs. Yeah, smiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's exactly true. So in yeah. our mind is the driver's seat. So we have to choose with our will, as we know. And it's a, it's, this is a question of who we're following, the God of this world or the God who made us. That's just a choice. And it's proven by our actions. Amen. It's a choice to make, isn't it? It is. Because and, God uh, loves us enough that he, would, he didn't create us as a robot, but he wants us to choose, to choose him. If we yep. go to hell, we chose hell by rejecting Jesus. Yeah. And uh, if you're tuning in, we're live with Minister Peter Whiffen from Gold uh, from Gold Coast, Australia. Peter, time has flown. Do you have any time left maybe to, to uh, take a phone call or two if someone would like yeah, to dial yeah. in? Yeah, sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, folks out there, you've got about five minutes before the switchboard shuts down. If you'd like prayer, you can call in right now at area code um, 
9622. Press option 1. We're on channel 2. And 323-784-9622. Uh, or if there's anybody out there that would like a prayer and they've got Skype, we can Skype you in from anywhere in the world. If you got video, you can do video. Or if you don't want to do video, that's okay too. Video is optional. Just want to let everybody know. You don't have to do video, whether you be a guest mm -hmm. or a caller. But it's open too if you want to do it. Yeah. Um, Peter, and um, and the way you would let me know if you want to come in Skype, and just put a message in the chat room and um, send me your uh, Skype friend request to Omega Man Radio, and I'll add you as a friend. Um, Peter, before we continue, I want you to give out your contact information. You got a website. Tell people how they can reach you and um, what you got available on your website, how they can support your ministry. Okay, I'm on um, hiskingdomstable.com, and that website, hiskingdomstable.com, came out about because of finding out that deliverance is at the table. Everything we get is at the Lord's table. It's a meal. Jesus said, feed my lambs if you love me. What is that food? It's not scripture. Jesus, Jesus stood at the... Before the cross, he sat at the table with them and said, this blood and his body is real food. That's the food. And that blood and body is the curse-breaking deliverance of the cross. Another thing that we do is we, we get people to receive the blessings of the cross and the blessings of the cross only. Step outside trying to get blessings from the law because Jesus fulfilled the law even though we live by the law because we want to. It's written in our heart. But it comes the other way. A tree does not eat its own fruit. A tree gives its fruit away to the birds and the, and the creatures. So you don't get fruit first, you get the tree first. So I get people to pray. I go to the cross, the cross only. You want to pray that to prayer right now? Huh? Why don't we yeah, pray that prayer pray right that. now? Let's do it. Okay, dear Father, we in heaven we come to you. Dear Father in heaven, and, we come to you. And we ask to receive the blessings of the cross. And we ask to receive the blessings of the cross. And the cross only. And the cross only. Everywhere we've gone in our own righteousness. Everywhere we've gone in our own righteousness. According to the law. According to the law. Outside of the cross. Outside of the cross. We ask to be forgiven for that. We ask to be forgiven of that. Let us receive Let us the receive work of the cross. The work of the cross. The shed blood. The shed blood. And the broken body. And the broken body. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Peter, if to there's every some... spirit to come in from the law, come out. Every spirit operating on the law, come out. In the name of Jesus, you bow. See, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10, Shannon, gives the job of the church. It says, God now intended that through the church, that's a job description, that the manifold wisdom of God will be made known to the principalities, powers, and rulers, and authorities in the heavenly realms. That is, we don't fight against flesh and blood. We're fighting against demons. Mm -hmm. The job of the church is to show God's seconds. wisdom Disregard to that. the demons. Okay. 
Yeah, so the job of the church is to show God's wisdom to the demons. How do you do that? By casting them out, by breaking their holds, by getting rid of them. They go under the earth. They go in the earth, under the earth, made for the devil and his angels, hell. That's where they go. The place made for the devil and his messengers. 60 seconds. That's what the word says, everything under the earth. On the earth mm. or above the earth. Yeah. Let's if you look at the Ark wow. of the Covenant, it had Aaron's rod in it, and inside Aaron's rod was the snakes, the witchcraft of Egypt, hmm. locked away in the box of the covenant, bound together with the law and the bread. So the curse breaking bread and the law and the, and the rod of justice that swallowed the witchcraft is locked under the blood, sealed in mercy in a box called the covenant. The covenant of God is the jailhouse of Satan. That's why the blood overcomes him. It's a jail. You know, natural blood. Romans 1 says the natural shows the supernatural even in our bodies. It shows the unseen. White corpuscles swallow foreign things in the blood. And Aaron's word swallowed. We're back, but that's all right. I got, I got, uh, we got all the audio. We're still live. We got the audio. Yes, sir. We, we broke yeah. that in the name of Jesus. Yeah. So he, the um, the go. law, the law, is the other edge of the two-edged sword, and it's the law that Satan's got to pay for. That's why the snakes are locked in the box, the Ark of the Covenant, with the law. So the law, Jesus said, it's the power of darkness arresting me. So the power of darkness has sown the death of Jesus and the power of darkness has to pay for the death of Jesus. And that's the law. Eye for eye, tooth for tooth, life for life. Death must now die. That's why death dies the second death. Because death killed illegally. Now death must reap death. And that's how death is defeated by Jesus. That's powerful. Death killed itself. Actually, death has to reap its own death because it killed illegally and sinned. Up until then, it killed everybody on earth because it was allowed to. And it wasn't allowed to kill Jesus. He didn't have the curse of death on him. So it overstepped the mark. And sowed death illegally. Therefore, this is how death is defeated. Yes. Amazing wisdom of God, eh? Just amazing. Like the cross is amazing. And until we uh, receive Jesus Christ, we're not redeemed from that uh, curse of spiritual death. No. Um, we're dead. And uh, when we receive him, we're made alive because he's alive and his last will and testament, the, the testament, is life for us. And Peter, the scriptures, yes. Go ahead. You finish. I'm sorry. Yeah, and the scripture says that, the, that when the testator dies, the contract comes into play. It wasn't in play until the testator died and the will is read. So the the will of Jesus is, his, his will is everybody gets born again who wants to so 
That's wow. why I encourage people. You know, we're doing water baptizing online. Really? Yeah, how's that? That would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, because I, I I can't get anybody water baptized. They go to the local church, they don't want to know. Well, that's true. We tell people you need to be saved and uh, water baptized, and then they say, well, where can I go to get water baptized? My local church, or I'm not a member of a church, it's tough. Yeah. And they would, you know, anybody wants to get water baptized online, let me know. I'll do it for them. Okay. Um, all they uh, do is um, we don't turn the camera on. You know, we <laughs> we uh, we get them to fill the bathtub or the shower will do, and uh, we pray, and we we pray baptizing, and they jump under the water, and they're baptized. Wow. And, you know, they're manifesting. Really? Yeah. <laughs> One girl I baptized, I couldn't hear anything, and I thought, oh, I lost her. Next thing I hear screams as the spirits come out. Because uh, Job chapter 30 says they can't, um, they can't uh, travel through death. See, wow. see I, I believe in that we should be doing deliverance and baptism at the same time. The early church fasted, as according to the Doachi, they fasted before baptism. And um, at baptism, you die, that means all your contracts are void. Like, if you die, you lose your house, don't you? Yes. So, so all the contracts are void. So at that point is a real pure point to get deliverance. And the church hasn't been doing it, but it's a lost opportunity, I believe. I believe ba I've taken people down the beach and baptized them and they're manifested in the beach. Wow. Yeah. You can, <laughs> you can baptize right there in front of everyone and they're manifesting. Because, you know, we're, we're, we're casting out spirits at the same time as baptizing, baptize. Um, because of the death and resurrection, that's how water's purified. It's evaporated, leaves the dirt behind. So the death and resurrection is the purification, and that's the time when you can get the demons out right there at the baptism. I'm, I'm actually believe, too, it doesn't hurt if you've got some people that are stuck. In the, even if they've been baptized, they get baptized again. And uh, cast the spirits out at the same time. Nothing wrong with that. And if someone wants to contact you, what's the best way to do it? Um, my Skype is uh, value, V-A-L-U, 777 Skype. Or Facebook, Peter Whiffen, W-H-I-F-F-I-N, on um, Facebook. There's not many Whiffens. There's only about 35 Whiffens in Australia. <laughs> Wow. There's not many. Or go to my and, wall and um, you'll see Peter is a friend my, there, Peter Whiffin. W-H-I-F-F-I-N. Yeah. That's it. And you can email me there at Hotmail as well. Now, Peter, um, what about uh, email address? Yeah, give that Hotmail out. Yeah, uh, Peter Whiffin at Hotmail.com. P-E-T-E-R-W-H-I-F-F for Facebook, I-N, at Hotmail.com. Hey, guess what? I was Tell telling me. you, I got ordained. Tell me about that. I, I got a card. Praise <laughs> the Lord, I was Lord, helping man. this guy. I was helping this guy. He's a, a he's a, uh, says he's an apostle, and uh, we did deliverance for him. He had a lot of problems, and helping him, and yeah, he's a nice guy. He's doing a good ministry, and uh, he goes, "Oh, I want to ordain you." So he sent me a uh, he sent me a card. 
Wow. Well, praise God, man. Yeah. So I don't know. He wants me to. Um, he wants me to help him out and do some things. Excellent. He, yeah. So, um, witchcraft we were talking about. Um, let me show you this I found. I bet you've never seen one of these. Let me see. Okay. Methodist Girls Comradeship. It says Rituals of the First Degree and Initiation Ceremony 19. What date is that? 1951. What is that organization? Methodist Church. Wow. Ritual for the meeting. They actually blindfold the person, just like the Masons. What the heck? Now, what? what is... Let me see the title one more time of the uh, cover of the book. Okay. Um, Methodist Girl Comradeship Ritual. It sounds kind of communist or something. Of the first it's degree... Free, first degree. Uh-oh. Now, now they've got secret passwords for the meeting. What? You've got to have a password. <laughs> it's set up just like... Whoa. Just like Masons. Amazing. Going on behind the scenes. I bet you I Googled this. I could not find it. This fell into my hands. I Googled this and I could not find it. Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you.